0: But you never even see
1: I think Oh shit, that's fucking loud. I think you mind turning that down for me real quick? Um I got it. I'm already worried about Casey Fallon, so I'm just gonna do this. Oh shit, alright. Um I think San Francisco has one of the nicest comedy scenes like in the world. Um I have gotten so many goddamn messages in my inbox this week, like I haven't even had a chance to be that sad. It's 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 been great. I really, I love everybody. Um, But if there's one thing y'all can do for me, a lot of people have been asking what they can do for me. If there's one thing y'all can do for me, stop sharing it. Let's, let this be over. Like, let's stop talking about it before Joe Rogan starts talking about it. (laughs) I, I think enough people have seen that video. Everybody who needs to know his name knows his name. Everybody who needs to know my name, in fact, way too many people know my name. I'm glad I'm funny when I'm not trying to be. Um, I'm an open micer. I started the Saturday open mic for a reason. I'm still a shitty comic, I wanted time to practice, and I wanted to hang out with other shitty comics who couldn't get booked on a Saturday. Now my shitty set was interrupted and has been broadcast to the entire world. Everybody knows my name. And all I want to do is relax. Like That is the opposite of what you want as a new comic. You want to be able to be shitty in peace so that you can grow and get good. My reputation now far exceeds my abilities as a comic. And that is not how I wanted to start my comedy career. Um, And I don't want to ruin a man's life. So I hope we can all be funny after this. I know y'all got some jokes about it. So if you got jokes, tell them today. I don't want you sitting there boiling about it. But (laughs) uh, we all know what happens. Um, After today, let's If you wanna make me happy, if you wanna do right by me, let's, let's chill it out. Let's let everybody move on. Let's let everybody get some sleep. Let's let everybody just try and be funny. Give it up for a motherfucking hero in this comedy scene. Both me and Matthew Cork would be a lot more fucked up if it wasn't for this man. Give it up for Rong Zhao. <laughs>
2: All right, give it up to Capital. Definitely, it's a uh, it's an interesting thing. But I'm not, I'm glad that you guys you guys all came this week, um, to a uh, to this special edition of uh, open mic, talk and punch, Capital's <laughs> words. Um, I don't have any jokes for for that kind of things because. Because I was uh, really focusing on um, just traveling, which is very different from normal stuff. But um, I travel a lot lately. One, um, one time I was actually like just last week I flew to New York, and uh, I took the Alaska airline. And funny thing is that when I when I was almost there. Um, and I looked at map it's like super close to New York right so I was like I'm going to take a nap so I took a nap and an hour later um, and um, the, the we landed and the pilot was announcing welcome to Boston and I was like why are we in Boston because I thought we are in New York and the pilot was saying that because we were running out of fuel and I was like that's such a bad excuse because we were so close to New York why do we like Fly all the way to Boston. It's like, what? What do you? What do you use for navigation? Like, like compass, or like um, you know, uh, stars, or or like your intuition. I'm like probably like, <laughs> it's like the pilot uh, we woke up in the morning and then went to the uh, the plane and um, the guys are asking him, "Where are we going, sir?" And he's like, "I'm not sure yet, but um, I have this intuition that." We are gonna to go to Boston. What's that noise? Something. Jesus. Jesus knocking our door. Jesus Christ, our Lord and <laughs> Savior. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, so uh, it's like crazy, right? It's such a bad excuse for me. It's like. Just like watch you watching my dad, it's basically just like catching my dad watching porn, and his excuse like, "Oh, you know, I'm just testing my internet." It's such a bad excuse, right? You know, and I'm like, "Dad, don't just like." It's like the porn you're watching is from my local hard drive, <laughs> and Dad, please, like it's kind of seven a.m. in the morning. Just don't watch the porn. In my room, please. Naked. I still need to go to go to school. Um, but we landed in uh, uh, yeah Boston, and they said basically they they can't do anything if you want to if you want to go to New York, you have to rent a, rent a car and drive to New York yourself. So I literally just like rented a car and drove like four hours, 10 p.m. in the evening, from New York to Boston. I was like, Alaska Airlines, I, I would never take it Alaska Airlines anymore. Um, yeah, that's basically my New York <laughs> journey. But earlier, I was in Denver a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it, was, uh, it was great. I mean, like, for me, the biggest thing is that I feel like it's very easy to find what is the best Chinese restaurant in Denver. Because there's only one Chinese restaurant. That's right. <laughs> have you been there? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. What yeah. so is it called? Denver? No, the Chinese place. Oh, I don't know. I've never I I haven't found a one. Okay. Like I literally just googled Chinese restaurant and one thing popped up, you know what? It's Chipotle. I'm <laughs> like, that's crazy. But if you think about it, they do have something in common, right? They all start with the first three letters. Chai. I was like Google Maps, you tried your best. Um I was there for a friend's wedding. It was great. The the, the wedding was like gorgeous. And it's, we they had a, what more than two hundred people and served like great food. They even served Chinese food from Chipotle. It's awesome. Um yeah I mean I like I just I'm just surprised that basically Um, it's a, because there are not many Asians there, it seems that basically every Asian knows like all other Asians. It's a very small and intimate community. And I have experience with that, like one time I was walking on the street and this Asian guy just like came to me and he's like, oh, like you're Asian, like we're brothers. And I was like, "Well, well, what are you doing? Get your hand off my penis. That's too intimate, you know. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my Denver story. <laughs> <laughs> I I started working at a very young age. Yeah. <laughs> have you got like Have you guys heard of those um, um, those kids who worked at uh, those uh, swash shops in China? Yeah, it was like really hard to own one of them. (laughs) 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 Pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but I was like, this is, you might be judging me, but it's actually not against like like child labor law, because I made it like a much, much more than just work for them, because they did not get paid. I still need to work on that, but I think these, this is a very interesting premise, right? Okay, no, nobody agrees with that. <laughs> yeah, awesome. All right, that's pretty much my stuff, and are you guys ready for the first, or my next, the next comic? Let me. Let me see who's the next one. I'm not good with names, so if I do not pronounce your name correctly, just let me know. Um, the first comic, I think, I've never seen you performing before, right? Me? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, give it up to Tracy. Um, how do I say your last name? Wen. Last name, when? Wen? Wen. Tracy Wen. <laughs>
3: Great, good start to a Saturday Mike. talking about our assaults and slavery. Uh, that's what he was talking about, right? I don't know, I mean, a slave's a slave, you know? Whether or not you're related to them or not. But, um, uh, a bad, well, Something happened at work recently that I feel very bad about and responsible for. My brother broke his foot working at my company doing menial labor as a volunteer. So he was not covered on workers' comp. My mom just wanted to get him out of the house, honestly. Like, that was why he was at my job. And he wasn't qualified to do anything, so I was like, just help out the admin with, like, clearing the yard. And now I know for a fact that he would have died in war. Now I know for the fact uh, he... He's not fit to do menial labor either. I don't exactly know what he's fit to do. You know? And I feel bad too because my company automates menial labor. (laughs) We're building software that automates menial labor. I'm not even joking, I can't make this shit up. This is my life, okay? Uh, The surgery was gonna cost $50,000 Uh, for, for sure. Uh, and you know, I was ready to take a payment plan. I was like, shit, I am responsible for this. Um, I mean, it was really hard to watch. It was really hard to watch. He was filling a trash can full of cement and he put his foot underneath the trash can to move it. And the trash can fell on top of his flex foot. Uh, he had the surgery two days ago, and he's gonna live. You guys, he's gonna live. He's, um, he called me crying the day before surgery. He was like, the surgeon says I may never run again. And all I could think was, I didn't know you were a runner. Like, and how the fuck are you studying physics in college? Like, how the fuck. <sighs> yeah. um, trying to make that story funny. Uh, <laughs> he was gonna join the army, actually. So now I'm glad he didn't. And I'm also glad, um, I'm glad that my dad has medical cal and that he could get a budget surgery for his foot, the foundation of his body for the rest of his life. Dude, I'm happy for him, you know what I mean? He, I, I was calling the cops. I called the cops when I, when he the accident happened outside. I like ran outside, and um, he was laughing at me in excruciating pain, begging me not to talk about this on stage. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until he's you know back on his foot uh, to tell the whole story. Um, <sighs> All right. Uh, in Vietnamese, my name means bamboo, which is appropriate, because I'm really hard to get rid of. I'm an invasive species. I uh, I just watched... actually, it's just so funny. I just watched a documentary called "Wild China." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. by the way, what is Ch- what is Chinese? Does anybody know what is Chinese? Like is it an ethnic group? Is it like it's so I mean it's a nation, but like obviously, but like like what are you guys? <laughs> I'm Vietnamese. Um, oh, sorry, did you give the light or, okay, you didn't get the light. I know, okay, cool. Um, Trying to become a gum disease influencer on Instagram. (laughs) Only 31 and I have gum disease. Uh, Listen, I'm just trying to profit off of my chronic illness, okay, trying to um, make some money um, off social apps. Just kidding. Okay. Um, I called, it took a week to get me, um, to get someone to talk to me at Stanford's orthopedic surgery office. Uh, Cause I was begging them to take the consultation with my brother, but they don't take litigation. So and they're anti-union. They're fucking anti-union. Um but you know what? We will never have free health care. We will never have free health care. I'm saying that right now. Because you can't you don't have the right to another person's labor. Especially if it's super fucking expensive to get them trained. We can't afford those people's times. Sorry, I had to end my set on that note. I have a show, okay. Thank you.
2: Give it up to Tracy. Yeah, I mean, I think, like Chinese, basically, um, as a Chinese, I have a lot to say about things here. You're very curious. What's that? Uh, what's 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 that? What? Yeah, you seem to be very curious about what I'm going to say next. I'm just it's interesting. <laughs> 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 Lots of pressure on me. Um, I was like born on an island cons- off the coast of China called Japan, it's, uh, it's actually China. I'm actually Chinese. Um, <laughs> but I think there's like a lot of similarity between um, any like Asian races. Is that called races or any countries? Whatever, I don't know. But what else, what else, family? <laughs> I know, throw generations away. Yeah. Yes. Let's see who's the next comic. Sorry, I forget. <laughs> it's your one job. It's your one I know, it's my one job. All right. Next comic I've never seen. Yeah. Canal, Canal. Let's give it up to Pad. Panap neck. Panap neck. Canalp neck. Give it up to Cluck neck. Yeah, made it.
4: Hey. Gum disease, right? You got gum di- Do you have gum disease? I absolutely do have it. All right, I don't have gum disease. But, uh, I was at the dentist yesterday and they diagnosed me with sensitive gums. You guys ever have that problem? Sensitive gums. You guys familiar with this? It's when your gums, uh, cry during sex. Uh, it's kind of weird. They're all up in their fillings. Right. Kind of interesting, <laughs> stupid, ju- s- dumbass joke. Yeah. Um, I think they should, I think they should allow people like normal people to sleep in prisons so that they can like accrue and like build up a line of credit in case they like get convicted of a crime in the future. Like, wouldn't that be fun? Like, Bob comes home and gets drinks after work with his friends. His friends are like, Bob, you're working weekends at the factory, nights at the clink. When are you going to take a break, man? And he's like, never, man. I got to save up to buy a house, get my, put my kids through college, and dump my wife in the East River. <laughs> you guys get that? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's ass. <laughs> um, sometimes uh, girls will tell me that uh, they think I'm a really nice guy because I refuse to have sex on the first date. And then I'll tell them, uh, nah, it's because i got a small dick and I'll trap you emotionally first. <laughs> Rod, you like that? It's alright, yeah. Um, I, re- I really like this girl, Jamie, back in high school, did everything to get her to like me. You know, did her homework, got her flowers, nothing seemed to work. And uh, then in psych class, I was reading a textbook, this thing called Misattribution of Arousal. You guys familiar with this concept? It's when uh, girls, they'll actually find you more attractive if you've gone through, like, a really dangerous or exciting experience together, like skydiving, bungee jumping, anything like that. Anything that makes her hard race because she'll forever associate you with that rush of adrenaline. So I shot her dog. Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, and then I slapped her afterward. Yeah, she got that rush of adrenaline. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. What the hell? Laugh at these. Um... Uh, I have been trying to lose weight, uh, but I feel like um, all the advice I read online is just, like, super sexual. Like, you ever see Snapchat Discover? It's all about, like, trying to last longer, trying to do this, do that. Like, top ten ways to freak guys out in bed. Like, uh, did you guys know that, uh, and, like, none of it's helpful, like, did you guys know that, like, if, in terms of burning calories, one hour of sex is actually around ten minutes of running? Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, thanks BuzzFeed. You don't know how many times I've been on the treadmill thinking, yeah, it's been twelve minutes, why haven't I come yet? Oh, yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I've been traveling. I went to Japan recently. Um, one thing I learned about the Japanese is that they're a very passionate people. I saw a couple in the street. They were kissing. Girls' shirt said, love is in the air. And then she uh, put her face mask back on. It's kind of weird. Doesn't want to spread the love. Are <laughs> these not that good? Uh, they're Japanese, yeah. Japan. Yeah. A, yeah. I got to speak slower. Maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, one one of my friends, um, he's really insecure about his like dick length, like how short it is. And he comes up to me and he's like, dude, I think dick size should be measured by volume, you know? They should count everything, girth and length, you know? You take the girth, the diameter, multiply by pi, then multiply by the length, and that's your dick size. And I'm like, all right, Archimedes. Next time I go to the pediatrics office, I'll be sure to tell them to dip my shaft into a graduate cylinder and, t- and find out how much water is displaced. How's that sound? And so I tried it. I went to India later that month, hopped on Tinder. Girl messages me, how big is your dick? And naturally I was like, yeah, it's around six ounces. <laughs> and she was really confused, right? You can imagine. She's like, what the fuck? Uh, we use a metric system here. Is it at least nine milliliters? Ah, uh, <laughs> Should have ended on the second to last sentence. <laughs> um, what? I said that kills that joke kills <laughs> No, it doesn't actually. Um, anybody else lie about their grandparents passing away so that they could f- get free vacation time at, at their job? <laughs> 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 uh, complete true story. I, I had like a really like a horrible summer job last summer. So yeah, summer job last summer? Job last summer. And uh, I hated the job so much, I told my boss that my grandma slipped in the shower and died so I could go home, like, leave work and party with my friends. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I lied, I was deceitful and, like, not, super not proud of that at all. And so what I learned is, if you ever start a new job, you have four living grandparents at the start of that job. I don't care what the truth is, uh, it's four days vacation time. You can also tell them both your parents remarried, boom, that's eight grandparents, eight days vacation time. <laughs> So, it's pretty good, yeah. Um, one of my friends um, from high school, uh, he, has, he has a girlfriend, but uh, uh, he re- he, one of my friends, he like refused to like break up, like let his girlfriend break up with him, right? His girlfriend, they, like, they're doing long distance, and his girlfriend calls him up, and he's like, dude, I don't like you anymore. I think we should break up. And he was like, nah, just give me two more months. And like sometimes I wish I had the confidence to treat my girlfriend like they're the board of directors at Enron. Like, yeah, we'll get this pipe fixed. Yeah, we'll get your money back to your investors. Like, yeah, like I'll figure it out, you know? Like, no. <laughs> That's not how breakups work, I guess. Um let's see what else do I got here? Uh, let's see. Uh yeah, so I I just graduated college. How much how much time do I have left? Yeah, a minute and ten seconds. Yeah, okay. So Uh, I just graduated college, actually no, no, not that one, Uh, one of my my really good friends is Native American, right, and she told me that the word Indian is actually like the N-word to Native Americans, right, like they don't want, they don't like when other people call them Indian, but they're trying to like reclaim the word, so they're like, yeah, they just go up to each other, they're like, yeah, what up, my Indian, like, oh, you feather-looking ass Indian, and uh, my only thought was that I didn't know my race was racist, you know, that's kind of. Like, that was like a funny thought to me. So, like, if you guys are wondering, like, what race am I? Uh, sorry, I can't tell you. Still waiting for my I word pass to come in the mail. Uh, I'm ashamed of my country. <sighs> uh, yeah. When I was a kid, my mom used to threaten to call the police when I got a bad grade. Did, did you ever have that? Indian parents, right? <laughs> uh, but le- but now that I th- it's really terrifying when you're six. But like, when I think about it, like. That cop is probably a cop because he got bad grades. You ever think about that? I'm done, right? Yeah. Right, I'm here. Oh, fuck it.
2: Give that to Connell. <laughs> I think such a such an awesome excuse. I think Next time I'm gonna use use uh, my grandmother or grandfather to say if I want to have a vacation. Yeah, grandmother gets more yeah, it's true. Or if they die together, that would be probably even better. <laughs> a longer vacation. You ready for your next comic? Yeah. yeah? Give it up to
5: Cody Abe. hell yeah fuck yeah how's everybody doing today i'm doing okay uh thanks for the response no big deal um (laughs) so you guys are all we're talking about like asian people right yeah fucking asian people we're all family is that what you said (laughs) no dude i i can't i feel like i'm japanese as denoted by my headband um (laughs) but uh yeah, I feel like I feel really bad making fun of like other Asian people because to me, as a Japanese person, that's like totally punching down, you know? I mean, fucking Na- Nanking Massacre. No, nobody? History buffs? The rape of... No? Okay. Yeah, the rape of Nanking. Fuck. Dude, that was like the worst thing up until like Hiroshima and then we're just like, oh, we're good now. Like I was... Uh, up until then, I was... Dishon you know, fucking I hate no and I'm Japanese, but I'm from Hawaii. Uh anybody ever been to Hawaii before? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, you got you go on vacation to Hawaii. I don't go like people from Hawaii, uh I don't know if you know this. Do you know where they the they go to the vacation the most? Not Hawaii. That's not where they go. They go to Las Vegas. Uh they go from paradise to a desert. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, gambling is not my way. Uh, like, it's not really fun to me. Uh, I don't want to. I'm too like I have too much of an addictive personality for that. Like, it's just um, you know. I just tried to do a riff on gambling. It didn't work. Fuck it. Uh, let's go back to Hawaii. Like, I I, I like being uh, like uh, uh, like being from Hawaii kind of ruined it for me because it it kind of just took something away from me as a kid. It took away the fact that I couldn't visit it for the first time. Uh, and like, uh, from what I hear, that's the best part, you know, of, of visiting Hawaii. Other than that, people just say like, yeah, it was, it was cool. But you know, you get the same thing on like, whether it's Hawaii or the Caribbean or whatever, it's, it's the same basic premise of I'm on, I'm at the beach and I got sunburned. Um, other than that, like I I don't go on vacation to Hawaii, you know. I go I go back to relive my childhood. Uh like you all get to stay in hotels, I have to so I don't have a bedtime. That's that's my experience. Like like you guys go to, you guys get to go to beaches, like, my mom just says, do your, do your laundry, you know, like, I don't take out the trash, like, it's, there's no, there's no fun for me when I go back, and as a result, fuck you, you know, just, like, fuck all of you guys, right, like, I'm not, I'm not bitter about it, it's, it's, it's just that you guys just don't get me, I'm sorry, I'm living my life in Hawaii right now, you know what I'm saying, like, my childhood, fuck yeah, okay, uh, so I, um, in college, I had this girlfriend uh, who treated me as a fetish because I was a computer science major. Um, no, it's just because I was Asian, I'm Asian male, fetishized for my uh, Asianness. ness. Um, but, you know, it, at first, it really wasn't. Uh, like there were signs but i just really didn't pay attention to to them you know she was like oh you know my first my 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 past three boyfriends were asian you know that didn't really do anything for me. Uh, she she ended up she, she called me like you're my little buff dumpling and I'm just like oh okay maybe not but I like I've been going to the gym and I appreciate the compliment, you know. And then she uh, the first time we actually had sex, she just fucking went over to my ear and was like give me your Asian cock and I'm like okay that's definitely a, a fetish at that point 100% fetish, and uh, you know I'll, I'll still I am I'm, I'm pretty uh, I I need some. Physical touch right now, so I'll, I'll just stay with it. But no, uh, it turns out I was her first Japanese boyfriend, which you know I was I was all for it, right? I was all for being that Asian charcuterie platter for her, you know. Like she had like the she had the egg rolls from China, she had the lumpia from f- the Philippines, and now she's getting my wagyu beef. Like I'm all for that. Um, it's it's a very you know fun time being fetishized up uh, up until like. You you break up and then sh- like you-, you know, you don't actually have a good breakup story for it, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, uh anybody here uh like go to college at all? Yeah? No, you didn't? Have you gone to college parties at least? Oh uh, yeah. High school parties? Not, what, are, what are, like, I mean, like, parties for, like, kids like that? What are they, if not just a bunch of students trying to passive-aggressively flex on each other? Like, that guy with the uh, t- tallies on his arm to to signify how many drinks he, he, he had? I think that also signifies the amount of times he will sexually assault somebody in his life. You know, like, fuck that guy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh... Uh, Or that guy that that, that just quit drinking, you know? And he's still at this party, like... And he just tells you that he quit drinking for no reason? Like, I'm at this party having fun, and he's telling me to quit drinking. This isn't your hill to die on, my friend. Like, just fall on that sword outside of the party. I don't want to hear the fact that you quit drinking. Did I mention that he quit drinking? Um, Anyway, so... Long story short, that guy is a fucking douchebag. Uh, More than... Not less than that guy that that tallies on his arm, because that guy probably assaults people. I don't know. We'll 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 flesh that out in the future. <laughs> uh, the most annoying guy, though, like at the part, like like immediately annoying guys, the guy that just really just brings out the rotisserie chicken for no fucking reason. Like, who are you to say that you're gonna feed a family of three? on this night that we're just all parting, like go to subway get a foot long some fucking chips and call it a night don't 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 bring out thanksgiving dinner we're not thankful for you being here so you might you just get out just just leave just leave just leave So I spent a lot of time in my youth uh, skating and playing video games and also trying to find another activity that will help me get laid. Um, I mean, this is like, you're probably like, Cody, you know, video games can get you laid. In what fucking universe? Skating can get you laid. Uh, Yeah, but I was really bad at it and I did it a lot and I was still bad at it. and. I was also very unconfident, and the reason I was unconfident was because I couldn't land the tricks that I couldn't commit to, and I can't commit to a relationship, so therefore why would any woman want to be with me? Exactly. That's my line of thought there. Okay. No. But like you don't really look at a skater and you think, yeah, that guy fucks. Like You look at a skater and you think, wow, he probably smokes a lot of weed and is very faithful to his girlfriend of five years. All right. No. Okay. Whatever. Wrong job, everybody. Give it up for him.
2: Give it up to Cody. I remember when I was, uh, was in, in college and my dad always told me that if, I, if you study hard in college, you'll get a girlfriend. So that's why I studied really hard in college. Like four years later, I asked my dad, where's my girlfriend? <laughs> and, and he's like, if you study harder and get a PhD, you'll get a girlfriend. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> so I actually just came to the States. Got to go for the second day. Yeah. It's uh, the highlight of my life. <laughs> you guys ready for your next comic? Yeah. Yeah. Very funny guy. Give it up to Mark Neuer.
6: Wow, thank you for that applause. I really don't deserve it. Um, It's such an honor, really. Um, I I think really just thank you guys. Um, Thank you for this award. I'm gonna kill myself. Um, So I've been gaining some weight, you know, and I'm feeling real down about it lately. My girlfriend's like, no, you got a dad bod. Super sexy. I was like, wow, you like my dad bod. Imagine how much you'd like it if you'd stop killing all the kids that I put inside of you. Does it still work? Does it still work? Have you guys heard the other version? See, I wear a beanie. I like to wear beanies, right? But I get these haircuts, and I have some hats that aren't beanies. Look like dad hats, and I got a dad haircut, right? My girlfriend's like, wow, I really like your dad hat. Makes you look like a dad. well if you like that imagine what you like it if you'd stop killing all the kids that i put inside of you right so does the dad bod still work we're workshopping this that's what this is um does that still work do you think not the dad bod no so i should just cut my head off is what you're saying okay cool we got these two looking uh at the ground awkwardly um do you think the dad bod joke works Oh, cool. Orion's back. So, having sex on Adderall uh, is really fun. Cool. No. Uh, Until you're both just laying there on the ground, uh, naked for hours, uh, staring at a mirror. Not into a mirror, just at a mirror. Weed sex is really dry and wet at the same time, which is fucked, you know? It's fucked up. You have no saliva at all. But everything else is just wet, you know? (laughs) Veganism is taking over the world. Everyone's a vegan nowadays. They're running around. Saying that the vegan version tastes better. It's like saying you prefer pocket pussy. With a tofu skinned condom. Unribbed for your displeasure. I love that vegans... They'll stop eating meat, but they can't quit cigarettes. They're just chain-smoking Marlboro Lights. Like, That's not the vegan version, stupid. Any cigarette's vegan. You could smoke a fucking cigar the size of your head. Still vegan. Why do you smoke lights? Why do they smoke lights? Do you know? No. Fuck. (laughs) I guess we'll never know. Vita Vitacoco water. You guys seen these ads? You're walking down the street. Vita Coco, Coconut that tastes like coconut. There's supposed to be another word in there. Coconut water that tastes like coconut. Impossible to hate. I hate coconuts. <laughs> and I hate you, Bob. Fuck you and your goddamn sign. Is Bob not a good word for it? Not a good name? Let's think of a different name. What's a different name? Anyone? James. James. I hate coconuts and I hate you, James. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you, Jeff. Geoff. Can we say his name? Say his name, Jeffrey Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Say his name and make sure that everyone knows it. Cause he is a fucking danger and a threat to the scene. He giggles like a schoolgirl cause he knows he'd get shoved just as hard. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm telling you, psychopaths are everywhere. Everyone says I'm a psychopath, and I'm right here in front of you, right? So, like, they're, we're everywhere, dude. Like, I'm telling you, it's crazy. I'm still stabbing Peter Bomber, I swear to God. It's, it's fucking happening, dude. Just call me Jeff Stolowitz, you know what I'm saying? We already did the dad bod. That didn't work. I'm from the 209. You know where that's at? Yeah, you do. Do you know where that's at? Nope, where is it? Stockton, what, Modesto. Yeah, dude, I had this dude after a show, he was like, I've heard of Modesto, I went to rehab in Modesto. (laughs) I was like, wow, you know that's like going to the Neverland Ranch to stop fucking kids. You know that, right? You can go anywhere, you can go anywhere for rehab. Anyway, you go to Modesto? Jesus, that's like going to San Francisco. Like, what the fuck? All right. You guys familiar with Slack? I just spit. Are you guys familiar with Slack? Crew, it's an app when you get a job out here in San Francisco, all these jobs, they have this Crew app. You can talk to your coworkers and I'm using it like Tinder. Just like fucking, I wouldn't fuck you. I wouldn't fuck you. I would fuck you, I would fuck you, and so on and so forth until what do you know? I get fired and I have all these new followers on Instagram and I'm not getting fucked, I'm just fired. So I've been playing Risk recently, you know, the board game, you roll the dice, take over other countries, I've been playing the shit out of it because I want to get in touch with my ancestors, you know? Just in case, I, you know, when I die, if I meet them, I can be like, you know, we, we have something in common, you know? I took over some shit, I can hang out with the boys, you know, we can, we can hang out, we can chat, we have stuff to talk about, I rolled the dice, took the risk. So Trump, yes, Trump is offering to fly you and a guest out for dinner in New York with him. Pretty much eliminates anyone from New York, right? What do you, he'll just pay for your fucking bus? You already live in New York. Half of that's already, like half of the fucking excitement is already gone if you live in New York or New Jersey I don't really know how close those two are but you know and what is he gonna could he just feed all of New York with his McDonald's budget (laughs) (sighs) alright cool another one of the books ladies and gentlemen make it loud for fucking Jeffrey (laughs) that's my name Jeffrey Stolowitz have a great night
2: Give yeah, that's Mark! Mark. Yes? Why don't you love coconut water? It tastes like ass, dude. Come on. It tastes like coconuts and I fucking don't like them. You don't, you don't like coconut? No, I like sperm. I don't like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're trying to say about that, but yeah, dude. I, 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 well, I love coconut for some reason, like, it's Coconut water, like I last time when I got to drink coconut water, I was so mad because there's no pulp in it. I was like, I need that pulp because <laughs> just makes me feel like it's actually coconut. It's it's <laughs> I guess everybody has different taste. <laughs> I do both, so all right, you ready for your next comic? He's very ready, I think. Yeah, for sure. I can see it from her, his eyes. Give that up to
7: Tusher. I was on Facebook the other day and I saw this ad, right? And like all Facebook ads, it was a very beautiful white dude, long hair, green eyes, uh, talking in that ad, right? And uh, he was selling shades. Like uh, he was, he was not as good looking as you, Capital, but he was, he was still, he was still up there, right? So he was selling shades. And the first words that come out of his mouth were, uh, uh, "Your face is your moneymaker. Uh, you better take care of it." And I'm like, "Yes, Mr. Handsome White Dude." Like if you're a handsome white dude, your face is your moneymaker. But like anybody who's not a handsome white dude, right? Your face is your money taker. Like literally, that's not not for you. Capital. Everybody outside, okay? Just all the white people outside this room, okay? Uh, And so I looked it up. I was like, let's let's just let's just like figure this out, right? So I googled how much money people earn by race and gender and turns out uh the white men earn about 1000 on an average $1000 a week right white women earn about 900 then there's um, the african americans they earn 800 700 um then there is latinos 600 500 and then there's like asian they earn like 1200 right <laughs> and th- that's when i realized like my face is my money maker you know, I've never failed an interview. Like I always get the job. And maybe that's like, maybe that's like a little bit unfair. Right? Like as the Indian dude, like we always get the job. But I was thinking, I don't mind, I wouldn't mind living in a world which is totally the opposite. Right? Like I wouldn't mind living in a world where Indian men are the lowest earners of the whole rung, but like we are the most sexually desired. You know, we are, we are slinging like the biggest stakes. Like you go to a porn, if you, if you go to a porn website, there's like a column, just like big brown cock or something, or like you go to a Vegas strip club and there's just like the three of us just dancing in our speedos, just in a. (laughs) (laughs) And there's just blonde ladies coming to the club as customers, just trying to smell Indian men like that's, I would like to live in that world, like totally opposite, right? Like. A world where like maybe you go watch a movie called Crazy Rich Mexicans or something like that'd be, that'd be a nice movie to watch, right? Or it's like, or like the leader of the free world is this oppressive dictator called Kamala Harris, right? Like, and she grabs men by the balls, like that, that kind of world. That, that'd be a fun world to live in, right? Instead of the Ellen show, you have like the Kevin Spacey show, right? Leader of the Me Too movement, like Epstein, Weinstein, they're the leaders of the Me Too movement because they got harassed by Meryl Streep or something. Like, I don't know. I'm just just—I'm just saying I'd like to live in the totally opposite world because like, it seems like that's what we'd all like, just live in a different kind of world. Okay. Um, like a world where men had to wear bikinis, yeah? We'd fight to free the nipples, no? Okay. The pride parade would be a bunch of straight people in tuxedos. Okay. White flags. No. Okay. (laughs) Like tacos were fine dining food, you know? Okay. Um, Old Korean ladies were the ones doing the shootings. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Kansas with the capital of the United States. What do you think? Okay. Um, New York, California, just farms and coal mines. Um, Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, you know, when you when you sit at home, you write a bit, and you come a perform at an open mic. It's uh, it's great. I love it. I th- I think I'm I'm definitely uh, a germaphobe. Uh, this is this is no relation that I wrote this joke, about whatever has been happening recently, right? But one time I was backing up my car, and I accidentally hit someone's bike, and this guy got really angry and he charges at me to punch me, and all I can think about is that this guy hasn't taken a shower in like seven days. Like that's all I was thinking about, right? I'm about to get punched. So in order to defend myself from the germs that he was about to give me, I just go, sir, I am very sick. You do not want to touch me, right? Turns out he was not a germaphobe. So he definitely landed that punch on my face. And then I had just like seven people trying to hold me back and I'm just like, all these people look like they haven't taken a shower in months either. So I'm just freaking out now. And one of them goes like, sir, I gotta get you to a hospital. I'm like, what I need is a shower and for you to leave me the fuck alone. Uh, <laughs> and then then I went home and I took one of those showers which, which, you, which you take after. You know that James bond s showers when he's had a hard day in the field, he's gotten punched, he's bruises, he comes out, checks himself out in the mirror. You know, and it's just so badass. And I looked in the mirror and realized I am not James Bond. Uh, that's, that was my realization, sir. Uh, I will tell you, though, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a creepy man. Uh, like, I catcall. Um, I catcall on women. But like, my catcall is very different. Uh, like, if a hot woman is passing by, like, I just, this is me catcalling, like, hmm. You know, and that's that's it. Sometimes they don't even notice that they have been catcalled, uh, but that's that's just me. That's my catcall. Um, I've never had sex on first date though. I'll tell you that. I always wanted to, but I never had the choice. And now I'm married, so like that shit's not happening. Um, yeah, yeah. I've never sent dick pics to anybody. Uh, nobody's ever asked for a dick pic. Um, I have to be honest, because um, turns out. Women don't like to ask for dick pics. Straight women, especially, also lesbian women don't like to ask for dick pics. Uh, that's also the case. Um, yeah, uh, I do like to uh, watch porn, but more for sport, right? Just, just because, like, you're watching people do shit you're never gonna be able to do, right? And that's, that's, that's why I. Uh, Watch porn and I follow really uh, I follow attractive people on Instagram. Like, that's how creepy I am. But, like, only attractive people, right? Like, nobody else. Like, the other day, a friend of mine was like, Why don't you follow me on Instagram? And I was like, Well, you didn't make the cut, you know? Because she didn't make the cut. Okay. Uh, this is the end of this, uh, my friends. Thank you so much.
2: Give it up to Tushar. Too sure, too sure. Good job. <laughs> good job, love it um the uh should I forget about <laughs> what I was gonna say um you and I, I, I never get cat called <laughs> I'm like, I should at just get cat called at once, you know I have uh, many friends who have cats and they never call me. <laughs> You ready for your next comic? Yes. Yes, yes, he's very ready. He's standing. Give it up (laughs) to Casey. Thanks,
8: Ron. Hey, fellas. How you doing? (laughs) Good? Great. Not tense in here at all today. No. No. Way more exciting than last weekend set. I, um... All right, yeah, let's just talk about some shit. Uh, let's see, okay, everybody here's a comic, no reporters. Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna just come out and say it. Uh, I have a friend, of m- I, th- I feel like living in San Francisco, uh, things get like, uh, people are so open-minded here that they're, like, even non-racist people are paranoid about sounding racist all the time. Like a buddy of mine uh, is dating uh, this black girl and he's actually going to be, like, meeting her parents for the first time. He's white, I should mention that. He's white, she's black. And he was just, like, uh, talking to me about it. He was just like, yeah, man, I'm just really nervous about it. I just want to make sure that everything goes smooth. I think I'm going to, I don't know, maybe wear, like, a inoffensive polo shirt. And I was like, dude, what do your offensive polo shirts say? All lives matter? Like, you're a good person. You don't have to worry about this. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> You're just paranoid about nothing. She's It worked out. They're dating. Uh, happy ending. I want to watch that uh new movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Anybody see that yet?
9: Yes,
8: yeah. Yeah. Looks good. I saw the trailer. You know, Tarantino. I'm excited. I was talking to a friend of mine about it. She, she um I was just like, "Man, I really want to watch that movie." And she goes, "I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it." Problematic.
9: <laughs>
8: I was like, "Why what happened?" And she's like, well, for the last 20 years since DiCaprio has been, you know, like 22 to like 40, whatever he is now, he has been dating or excuse me, having sex exclusively with 18 to 25 year old supermodels. And I was like, what? Why would he do that? Why would he indulge in every man's fantasy? You know, I really want to support these women. Do do you have their Instagram handles by any chance? I really want to. (laughs) I just want to support them. Um, (laughs) I was at the gym the other day. Uh, Sometimes I get a little paranoid at the gym. Uh, I was on uh, on the treadmill, uh, just minding my own business, just kind of barely jogging. And this old man walks up on the treadmill next to mine and he's just kind of standing there and uh he's old like it's probably one of his last trips to the gym <laughs> and he just looks at me and goes excuse me how do you turn this on and i was like oh all you have to do is push that arrow button up there the up arrow and he goes thank you and he pushes the button way too many times and he's going faster and faster and faster and i i Like, there's a part of me that didn't want to interrupt him and question his manhood, right? Because then he'd just be like, get off of me, right? But at the same time, it also felt a little bit like assisted suicide. Like, (laughs) I really wanted to unplug that treadmill on him and save his life. But I don't know. Too much subtext. All right. Uh, (laughs) I got a couple more things here. Uh, So... I am half Asian, my dad is white, my mom is Asian, and for the most part, I think I pass as confusing, Um, but in specifically Chinese restaurants, I do not pass as Asian. Uh, That's just one of those places where they will racially profile me. I was at a restaurant the other day, a Chinese restaurant, and I sit down at the table and I'm looking over the menu, and the waiter, without asking, just takes away my chopsticks and hands me a fork. Which is a really nice way of saying, you're not one of us. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what that deserved. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else do I want to talk to you guys about? I already talked about the old man on the treadmill. I have a note here that says, dad afraid I'd be gay. Hmm. Uh, I could start there. Um. Nah, I'll save that for another time. I haven't really thought that through. I used to work in customer service. Anybody else work in customer service, like on the phone or anything like that? Yeah, Ron? Yeah. Capital? No? No. Okay. I used to work in customer service. Like, basically, the only skill set you need is, like, thick skin and just low self-esteem. That's mostly the job. Uh, I uh, you're, you're basically just a human punching bag for, like, angry customers. Uh, <laughs> just get yelled at professionally. Uh I remember uh, it, it was tough because like, you, you can't hang up on people. That's just part of the job. You have to stay on the phone with them and no matter how upsetting they were. And I remember eventually I came up with this idea that I, I wanted to make it seem like the phone was breaking up. So if the customer was yelling at me way too much, all I'd do was, as I was talking, hit the mute button on and off intermittently as I was talking. So I was just like, y- yes, sir. P- password. Calling. He's like, what? Our phone is breaking up. This, this, this product is bogus. And I'm just like, day. Q. Don't call back. Thanks. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that was my customer service experience. Uh, I don't know. That's all I got on that subject. Let's see. I haven't had too many gay experiences in my life, um, uh, but there was this one time in college that was kind of interesting where I almost got peer pressured into being gay. Anybody else have that? No? No hands raised? Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was back, it was back in college. Uh, I remember I was like kind of younger than every, oh, I'm not gonna be able to finish this story. I, uh, it's, no, it's fine. I, I'm, there's no way I can get to any of the punchlines, so I'm just going to stand here and uh, give, the, give the time back to the room. All right. You'll
2: have a nice day. Give it up to Casey. Give it up to Casey. Casey, I, I used to um, actually, I, um, after I came to the States, my first job was actually working uh, at the customer support, customer service, but just like, in a very short while, just fired me because I didn't speak English, <laughs> um, yeah, that's the reason they fired me, but now you wanna, if I want to go back to being customer service, I can probably do it a very good job, because, well, I don't think so, because I'm not really... I found yet, yes so to make them laugh. Um, you guys ready for your next comic? Yes. Let's yes. give it up to Raj. Thank you. Oh, thank
10: you. Yeah. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? <sighs> How's it going? I'm a little bit drunk right now. I don't know. Does anyone else think it's like sad that we do this? Does anyone else think it's like sad that we're here right now? No. Yeah. You don't think so, you run this shit, so you can't think it's sad, but yeah, right? <laughs> it's fucking, I mean, it's not sad that we get a chance to work out our artistry or whatever, but it's just sad that we have to do it like this. You know what I'm saying? And we have to take this shit from people. I don't know if you guys can relate to this. Every time I go in front of people and I tell them that I do stand-up comedy, what's the first question they ask us? tell me a fucking joke, right? Right? You guys have gotten this before. I don't go up to their, like, I think that I don't go up to their stupid job and I say, hey, you work for Google? Motherfucker, write me some code. You know? I don't do that shit. I don't, it's like they're blocking the doors for, like they're like they're terrorists holding us hostage. No, I'm not gonna let you go until you tell me a joke. You should see their stupid faces, how they get when we're fucking in front of them. You don't know because you're just starting stand-up comedy. Dude, this shit sucks, man. You know what we do? We invade places. There's, like, these things called mix mics, right? Where we, the people play music and do these Beautiful things, beautiful music and instrumentation and all that shit, and we come up and we invade that shit. So in a lot of ways, we're like the Jehovah's Witness of artistry, okay? We just fucking show up, and no one can say shit to us, and we just come. This happens a lot in the South Bay. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but we just fucking come, and it pisses me off. I do this shit because I want to meet women. Obviously. That's why I don't give a shit about being funny. I just want to meet women. And I met so many beautiful women doing comedy. And they're beautiful boyfriends, too. It's been amazing. It's been fucking amazing. I love this shit. Now, here's the thing. This is why we do this shit. I'll tell you why we do this. It's because we want to say some shit, right? We want to say, hopefully, you don't just want to do this for the rest of your god-stupid fucking life. Hey, how about vegans, huh? How about stupid vegans? No, you don't fucking do that. You want to say some shit, right? Like, I want to talk about Capital getting his ass whooped last week. That shit is hilarious to me. That shit is hilarious. He got his fucking ass beat, but we can't talk about it, right? Because Capital's gonna get mad. Now, what if O.J. Simpson told Chris Rock, "Hey, Chris, uh, could you lay off on the O.J. jokes?" <laughs> now, did I just compare Capital to O.J.? Yes, absolutely. That's exactly. what right. Did I compare myself to Chris Rock? Yes, absolutely. All right. All I'm saying is that haven't we all wanted to pop Capital in the face at one point?
9: <laughs> <laughs>
10: Come on, <laughs> I'm not fucking lying here. Right, that was my opening bit. <laughs> oh, oh,
9: Shit,
10: are you guys do? Are you guys into politics? <laughs> oh, shit, are you into politics? You see Andrew Yang? Yeah, you like? What do you think about Andrew Yang? It, a little bit. Some of the stuff they're saying is kind of ridiculous, right? Right, it's a little bit ridiculous. All what I'm saying about Andrew Yang is um, he's making a lot of sense, right? A lot of good points, right? Okay yes no you can answer well he's talking about a lot of all i'm saying is you got to watch out when the asians start coming for your shit you know what i'm saying have you seen the spelling bee do you know what i'm talking about 20 years ago that shit used to be all white people okay you should look at the goddamn spelling bee right now okay there's eight indians at one point they were just like yo eight indians won the 2019 spelling bee all right all i'm saying is when asians start coming for your shit they're going to start taking it it's going to 20 years from now it's going to be fucking 12 Asians on that stupid stage and they're going to start, it's going to turn into the spelling bee. They're going to be, hey, uh, Senator Raj Malingam, your word is climate change. And Raj Malingam's going to be like, oh shit, I don't know what to say. That was dumb. There's something there. Think about it, dude. Asians, we fucking invade this shit. Count how many stupid Asians there are in this room. It's 50%. All right, 20 years from now, this fucking place is gonna be 90% Asian. Dude, a lot of times, if you guys don't laugh at my jokes, it turns into a hate rally. So I'm gonna need you to, (laughs) I'm gonna need you to give me something on this one. All right. I'm, I'm Like, I'm in this point where I have a lot of jokes that work, but I, I just hate, I hate saying them because, like I said, we want to say some shit, you know what I'm saying? That's why we're up here, after all. But here's the thing. Um, uh, what I'm trying to say is that my jokes are a little bit like edibles. They're hilarious, but they'll hit you in, like, a, fo- a few hours, and then you'll be like, holy shit, that guy was funny. But we didn't really recognize it, you know? That's all I'm trying to say. Um, I'm trying to get. I've been I've been trying to get closer to God a little bit. Religion and politics—that's what my set has turned into. I don't know if I like that. Kelly, your shit better be funny because you've been writing a lot. Okay. Uh (laughs) Uh I know. I know. I I appreciate. I respect you for that, dude. None of us are really funny, but yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to get closer to God. I was talking about religion, or I was talking about politics, wasn't I? Huh? Oh no, dude, I don't care. Keep writing, dude. I was just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be good, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> shit, national pressure. You guys think Barack Obama get got high? I fucking miss that. can I call him the N word. Does anyone even listen to this shit? No. My nigga. There's no... (laughs) I just did. It's too late. That's the thing. We can't say shit off here. I don't give a shit. I'm drunk. I won't even remember the set, to be honest. You think Barack Obama ever got drunk or fucking high? Before his... uh, Absolutely, right? He must have. You don't think that motherfucker got high? Have you heard him talk? I think he was high quite a lot. Just come up in front of fellow Americans. uh, uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? Oh, the the environment. Uh, climate change. Uh, the rainforests actually are uh, depleting uh, at a massive rate. Uh, which is terrible news. Uh, because that's where I get my weed from, actually. Uh, so we're gonna need to save the rainforest immediately, you see. Uh... And scientists say we only have uh, 50 years left to live because of uh, global warming. Uh, but I believe that if we come together uh, as Americans uh, and smoke enough weed, uh, we can make that shit feel like 100. Okay? we're gonna have to smoke a lot of weed for that one. <laughs> like I said, my jokes are fucking edibles, dude. i you fucking... All right, give it up for uh, give it up for your host. Thank you.
2: Give it up to Raj. It's very tall. <laughs> He's very tall. Let me fix it. Sorry. I never... All right. I think we got it. I think we got it. Um, I was thinking a lot about why, like, just like there's just more and more Asians. I think it's because, like, we live longer, right? Like, one of, one of the reasons which is we live longer. But ultimately, I think just, like, because we refuse to die. I think that's the ultimate reason. So I'm going to probably live longer than, you know, half of you guys here. In case you are different, you are like, probably, like, 70% chance of living longer. 50%, actually, depending on which one is more dominant. Your <laughs> the Asian gene or the... The other part of you, <laughs> but I mean, just think about it. Like those kind of crazy Asian drivers. Do you know those? Right, they drive crazily, Why? Because they know they're not gonna die. They just refuse to die. They know that. That's my theory. Um, you can ask your other Asian friends for crazy Asian drivers. <laughs> yep. What's up, K- what's up, uh, Kaiser? I'm doing the same thing, just being on the stage hosting. (laughs) You ready for the next comic? Yeah? Very, very funny guy. Give it up to Orion Levine. Nice catch, by the way. Thank you,
11: man. Yeah, guys, what's going on? I'm here. I did it. I was at synagogue and my rabbi asked me if I ever read the Torah. Uh, I was like, no, bro, like I'm still working on the Kite Runner, you know, Uh, I'll get there. Just kidding, I didn't call my rabbi bro, I called him bruch, Uh, I'm no sinner. I don't get why people like threesomes, just seems like too much work for me, you know. It's like, I can't even hold a minimum wage job, let alone four titties. Like, if I wanted to disappoint two people at one time, I would steal a tandem bicycle. That's, that's where I'm at. I feel like my, back to the Jewish stuff, I feel like my washing machine is anti-Semitic. Every time I turn it on, it's just like, choo, 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 choo. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I if I had to pick a favorite STD, STD I would, I'd pick babies. No one ever looks at herpes like, oh.
9: <laughs>
11: My little brother is an anti vaxxer. And he is convinced he's going to be a f- famous rapper one day. My whole family is like, you shouldn't be doing this, but I'm rooting for him because it makes me look better. Yeah. People keep telling me that money won't buy them happiness. I'm like, yeah. Wait, hold on. Uh, that's the see. I was, I was. Let me let me start this one over. <laughs> people keep. No, this joke doesn't work as much. The people keep telling me that money won't bring them happiness. I'm like, yeah, neither will this air mattress. See, that's not the that's not the saying. You know, you gotta. Uh, people really are impressed by the size of my closet until I they realize that's where i sleep <laughs> i'm not like i'm not a very athletic person like growing up like i would always go for the sportsmanship award which basically like i just wanted to be told that i was the best loser there's no, and there's no, there's like no adult equivalent to the sportsmanship award. You know, like your boss will never sit you down at your performance review. Like, well, Bernard, your sales were down 37% this month, but we like your attitude. The air, the washing machine was pretty good though. <laughs> cool. I think the worst thing about stand-up comedy is witnessing the success of my peers, you know. It's all over social media. Everyone's like getting all these opportunities and, like, oh, I've got no words to describe how I'm feeling right now, followed by words describing how they're feeling. <laughs> yeah. Raj is talking about climate change. It's real, man, it's happening. Notice how I called it climate change, not global warming, because that's not accurate. It's not the whole globe getting warmer. It's the extremes getting more extreme, like the hot places are getting hotter. The cold places are getting colder. My skateboarding getting doper. (laughs) Everyone's like, the polar bears are dying. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I just kick-flipped over one. You don't see me bragging about it. Alternate punchline: The ice cap. Everyone's like, the ice caps are melting. I'm like, yeah, it's a real problem. It's making it less impressive when I kickflip over them. Which one's better? Thanks for the feedback. I think ladies. I think this is seems like a good place to do this one. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this just can be a positive feedback loop. I think women, I think women need to start taking criticism better. You know, have you ever told a girl something and they're like, "When were you gonna tell me this?" Like, uh, right fucking now. <clears throat> okay. I do have a niece. Uh, she's four years old, and I love her. She's great. We were hanging out recently. I said, "Rosie, what do you want to be when you grow up?" And she told me that she wanted to be a shark. And then I had to break it to her, you know, that women can't do that sort of thing. Maybe like a dolphin or secretary or something. That joke did really bad at a show last night and I'm just trying to figure out how to get it back. (laughs) And I'm not feeling too confident about it after that. It's okay, it's a good joke. My friend actually just got an iguana So I got curious and Googled how long iguanas live for. I was like, holy shit, dude, you're going to be single for 16 to 20 years. (laughs) Uh, It's a long time. You guys think buffaloes know they're also a flavor? Me neither. Uh, I had sex with this girl from Oakland, and when she came, she just said, bruh. I was like, I thought that was really funny. So I asked her, if I could say it on stage, and she was like, bruh, no. Like, you can't lie about making me come. Okay. But have you guys all heard that one before or something? That's like, that's like one of my top tier jokes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this sign for uh, a lost bird. Uh, I felt inclined to t- call the number and just be like, that bird's not lost. Like, it's free. Okay. <laughs> Birds don't get lost. They just escape and become <laughs> birds again. I was at I, I, uh, I work at a summer camp because uh, I majored in English. And my coworker was out, went to go get coffee and asked if I wanted any coffee. I was like, yeah, I'll take some coffee. And she's like, how do you like it? I was like, with a little cream. And she's like, no, name a person. I was like, name a person? And she was like, yeah, like Beyonce or Barack Obama or Kevin Durant. I was like, do you just want me to name a black person right now? So just to fuck with her, I said Michael Jackson, uh, which was a mistake because that coffee started forming inappropriate relationships with the kids. Tasted good though, I took a sip, I was like, hee hee. I just wanted to say hee hee at some point. I just got, I'm just i going through a breakup, which is cool. I, mean, I got this joke out of it, so it's okay. Uh, she broke up with me right after we had sex. Like, we were still naked. Like, have you ever had to dress yourself in front of the naked woman who just broke up with you? Me neither. I took that shit to the hallway. Felt vulnerable. I think like, I think she was trying to hurt my feelings. A big part of me was really hurt, but, like, another part of me just had sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't hurt that. If there's anything that makes me emotionally impenetrable, it's penetration. It's like a severance check. You know, it's like, this is all right. Like, yeah, you just fired me, but you also gave me the only thing I came here for. And I stole a loaf of bread on my way out. So, <laughs> pretty sure I came out on top. Just kidding. I came on her stomach. Guys, I'm Orion Levine. Yeah. Good night. Good, good afternoon.
2: Give it up to Orion. I my favorite actually is the the, cl- the closet one. Um, <laughs> you can definitely expand on that. I mean like how fancy is a closet though? Huh? How fancy is a closet though? It's a lie. I have better <laughs> <laughs> But it's not a lie if you think about it, like we live in San Francisco. Yeah. It's very possible it's true. I know like this is a true story. Like I was I was Googling like kind of living condition in Hong Kong. Literally in those in those like dorms for students they live in cages. Like they have one four cages in one dorm room like just like one cage in cage you can do everything there like you can you know uh like sleep there you can take a poop there and and you can make cooking food cook food there it's just, like everything's in the cage. Pretty cool, all right? See so if you want to go to Hong Kong living um the cage life. <laughs> You can try it. All right. I mean, next comic, he is—he must be really funny. He has lots of great jokes. You are right. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> Give it up to Kelly Evans. Yay, 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 Kelly Evans.
12: Thank you. I don't plan on telling any of those jokes. <laughs> Only bad jokes for you all. Uh, thank you, Orion. Have a good night. Uh, <laughs> Saying he lies in his sets? What? Come on. This is all all truth, right? That's what we're doing up here. This is a confessional. Fuck. (laughs) If I'm confessing anything, I would say I wear this jacket because I'm growing boobs. (laughs) Yeah, growing boobs. Sucks. Wouldn't be a big deal if I had like the a body to accommodate, but <laughs> like, if I was overweight, it'd be, yeah, it's like normal thing to have happen. But like, instead I'm, I wear a medium shirt and just <laughs> extra large nipples. <laughs> it's not, so that's happening in my life. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. What else was I going to talk about? Oh yeah. Uh, everybody moved here from somewhere else. I assume anybody from San Francisco? No. Cool. That's about right. Maybe when you moved here, you had, like, a certain idea of the city. Like, I was really naive. I thought I was going to, like, walk around the corner and just spontaneous jazz on the corner. You know, like, uh, fucking awesome. This is what, but no, that's not what it's like at all. Like, I actually, when I first moved here, I, like, turned a corner one day, and I walked right in the middle of SantaCon. Do you you guys know what that is? Have you seen it? Basically where, like, a bunch of dudes uh, get up really early, put on Santa Claus outfits, and ruin the dreams of small children. Right? (laughs) It's pretty much it. Like, what if that is your first time to encounter a Santa Claus as a kid? Like, would that <laughs> totally change your idea? Like, evidently Santa gets drunk at noon, throws up on the ground, and gets in fights with other Santas on the streets. Cool. Uh, we're celebrating Hanukkah from now on. That's fucking nobody's fighting over a dreidel, you know? <laughs> I feel like people I don't know just inherently don't trust me. Like they see me. I just have a very like pyramid scheme vibe, I guess, you know? (laughs) It's basically true, but like it's unfortunate because like if they would just like talk to me for five minutes, then they would find out uh, that I have a really great business opportunity selling authentic Native American turquoise. Yeah. You want to hear about it? You can work from home. You too. Fuck college. You don't need college. Come on. Did you graduate yet? Congratulations. Uh, You feeling successful now? That, a, sounds about right. That sounds about right. This is what happens after you go to Stanford, right? Congratulations. Yeah? Stanford straight to mutiny. Fuck yeah. Success, baby. They should use that as an advertisement for Stanford. <laughs> should really, yeah, there you go. It's like we're in we're in tech. We're in business. We're in open mics on Saturdays at four thirty PM. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I had a weird mom growing up. Uh, anyone else have a weird mom? Yeah. Cool. Just like my childhood? Almost all alone. I've got one friend. That is <laughs> shockingly like my childhood, actually. Ooh, this just got depressing. Um, thing is, <laughs> I didn't, like, know I had a weird mom until I started talking to my other friends. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Your mom doesn't put crystals in your lunchbox? You know, to focus the energy beams. Is that? No? You don't get... Unsweetened organic brown juice from a quince. No? Oh, you have Capri Sun. Cool. That's cool, I guess. Your mom doesn't describe herself as pansexual. <laughs> we should stop having this conversation is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it was like shocking fucking revelations. I like Capri Sun, you know. I could have used one mom. You know, anyway, I'm a little bitter about that part. Uh, it's in a pouch. You stab it. It's just like the fucking best thing in the world. I'm still, okay, this is not the point. Um. The point is, like, I had a lot, we had a lot of talks growing up, a lot of, like, weird, like, hippie talks, and, uh, like, you guys get the sex talk? Anybody? With your parents? No? Just porn, evidently? Just all porn. Cool. (laughs) No explains a lot. Uh... Yeah, but I got the sex talk and it was revelatory. I got to tell you the she's like, you know, you should really wait until you're in love. Because if you're in love, it's going to feel a lot better that way. And also, uh, doggy style offers the best penetration. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Like fucking right? Seriously. Uh, obviously, it's reverse cowgirl. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm lazy. I'm not going to fucking. No? All right. Well, that was a new tag. Did not work out. That's fine. <laughs> Try a different audience then. Uh, my dad was a lot more normal, though. Thank God. We also had talks, very different talks. He sat me down one day and he's like, "Son, just want to tell you about a business opportunity: selling turquoise. <laughs> I gotta get rid of this turquoise, man. <laughs> got way too much. Um, my mom actually bought me a twenty-three and me." Uh, yeah, I didn't want to do it initially because I was like, "Fucking somebody's gonna clone me." Uh, and then I realized I come from potato people with bad ankles. Like no one's, no one wants to clone that. You know, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." Sure. Uh, so like, I sent in my genetic material or whatever, uh, and I found out they wanted spit. <laughs> that was spit. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to be. Sp- I should have read the instructions. So. Uh... <laughs> It's fine. I feel bad for the scientists who had opened that vial, though. <laughs> like, whoa, okay. I wonder how often that happens, actually. Like, somebody just, like, as a practical joke, <laughs> like, oh, fuck it again, really? Will somebody screen these? Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. Um. But I, did, I actually, I, I sent it in, and I found out that I'm 7% Native American, uh, which is just enough to do a joke about it, so... <laughs> Thank God. All right. Yeah. Telling you, you should, I mean, everybody else is doing it. Why not? Are you, you're not talking to me, are you? Are you? Oh, okay. All right. Fair. Thank you. Thank you. Well, then I shall continue then. Uh, yeah. So I found out, uh, it also means, uh, mom's full of surprises because like that was not what was supposed to be on there. It's supposed to be Scandinavian. So it's like, I feel, it's a weird way to tell me, I don't know who your dad is. You know, like, through a third party. <laughs> that's like telling somebody you're getting divorced uh, by taking them on a tour of efficiencies. You know, like, hey, you like it? Well, you live here now. So, <laughs> sign this paper. <laughs> Kids of divorced, parents, too close? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I meant to say studio, but uh, I fucked the word up. So, it's all new shit, all right? been working all day on this. Don't you crush my dreams, Kaiser? Don't you crush my dreams. Uh, all right. I will come out there and punch you. <laughs> We're taking it from the stage into the audience, you know? It's a new form of comedy. <laughs> Welcome to the Mutiny Radio Fight Club. Yeah. The first rule of Mutiny Radio Fight Club is you got to tell everybody. Can't get clicks if you don't post, you know? Put it out there. No secrets here. Actually, the one thing about that whole situation is, like, any time that breaks out, like, a fight breaks out, you always, like, you imagine yourself, like, I'm going to jump in and fucking be somebody. Uh, evidently, nobody is. <laughs> nobody got up except for Matthew Quirk, which you're, like, kind of surprised by, right? But I guess if you do roller disco all the time, you got to be ready to fight because people are going to try to beat you up. <laughs> a lot. Uh <laughs> Also, I'm really scared of Duat Mai now. Because if you saw that video, he just sat there the entire time. Like, I didn't even think he blinked. He is (laughs) terrifying. How would you not even move? Fuck. Anyway, 23 of me. Uh, I didn't really look at it that closely, though. Uh, So I went back and I was like, there's probably some information on here I should know. And actually, I'm not. Turns out I'm not Native American. Finally have an excuse for all this turquoise jewelry. Uh, I'm Native American Aztec. Uh, so, cool. Pyramids are cool. Um, human sacrifice, not as cool, though. You know, it's a little... I had some trepidation about that. Also, 7%, not enough to do this show, could not sound like a racist. So, we're all learning. All right, that's my time. Thank you very much. So let welcome
2: back, your hosts. Yeah. Give Dutch Kelly. It's like an hour writing actually works. <laughs> I was thinking... I was thinking like, um, when I when I was uh, when I was a kid, I was I never kind of really liked or believed Santa for some reason. Because like, I last time, asked someone my my dad, and my dad's like, Santa basically is just like a, a delivery man, like working for a, sort of like a UPS, something like that. You know, think about it, it's just like he's just doing delivery. So I'm like, okay, I probably should be something better than a delivery man, you know. Uh, A scientist. (laughs) That's not a real joke, just something that popped out in my head. Not really uh, uh, as funny as the next comic, (laughs) who is going to give us a lot of funny jokes, and our headliner, let's give it up to Kaiser!
12: I like how it's let's
13: give it up to Kaiser. What part does he want you guys to give up to me? Entire audience of very, very attractive people. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada. Your leaf is red and maple. I saw these water bottles, right? It's water in a polycarbonate bottle stacked with a bunch of other water in polycarbonate bottles on top of cardboard trays, wrapped in plastic, stacked on shelves in a store. How many layers of transportation infrastructure are necessary for this liquid? Millions of years, water just fell from the sky, and it was fine. And all of a sudden, up comes Dasani and Evian, and they're like, I need to be contained in an oil substance that is rendered, and I only want to show up if I hang out with my friends. And you have to burn more oil to bring me places. If Evian and Dasani were people, they would have chihuahuas in purses all the time. That's. I think the if like the pipes maybe like okay you can bring water can be if I was water, I would be in pipes. I think not. Bottle. That is some entitled fucking moisture, isn't it? Yeah. I grew up. It was weird, man. But my dad just had bombs. Just, it seemed normal at the time. It was like, oh, here's a jar of nitroglycerin that I made. Don't drop it. Right? Like, that was the whole, that was, I was just like, oh yeah, this is the thing that dads can have. You know, my buddy's dad made his own fireworks for a while and then he had to stop doing that because he couldn't anymore because he didn't have any hands. My mom gave me the sex talk way too young, right? I was like four years old, and I was like, look, it's like a tree, and she was like, yep, you're supposed to put that in a woman later, not now, but later, when you're a grown up. later. It's gonna be a whole sex thing. I went and I told my grandma about that. My grandma was horrified. I was breastfed until I was five, which it occurs to me based on the timeline of that previous story was a little inappropriate, don't you think? People weren't allowed to come over to my house is what I'm saying, guys. Yeah. God. My dad was hot, though, too. And I don't mean in, like, an Oedipus Complex way. I just mean in, like, that other women besides my mom wanted to have sex with him and did. <laughs> you know? But I just, I like to think that they knew what they, that they were, like, they were doing it for me. <laughs> Right? Like Nancy's just getting railed 30 years ago, and she's like, oh, oh, I'm fucking my best friend's husband, but it's going to be so good for his son's comedy career later. (laughs) Thank you. My mom was hot, too, right? But I would much rather have sex with my grandmother. I gotta be careful when I tell that joke. I told that joke one time. I did it at this open mic. And I go to get a drink at the bar and I hear this voice from next to me. She says, excuse me, I'd like to pay for this handsome young man's drink. (laughs) It sounds like I'm saying negative things about this woman. I'm not. I don't know what is older than like a cougar. She was that, man. She was like a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> Except she didn't have her teeth in, so she was like a saber no tooth having tiger. Yeah, it's pretty great. She told me about the time she gave a hand job to Herbert Hoover in the White House. Plus, like I say, she didn't have any teeth. <laughs> Do you guys think that the first guy that made waffles? Like, what the fuck? Because you, in order to make waffles, you have to first have a waffle iron, all right? And this dude just made a waffle iron. Anybody standing near him was like, Steve, what are you doing, man? And he was like, you know, pancakes? They're like, yeah, pancakes are all right. It's pancakes with tread, bitch. <laughs> we got some steel-belted radial pancakes coming up soon. greatest thing since sliced bread. Which is a really weird greatest thing, isn't it? I just imagine everybody before the slicing of bread with just like two whole loaves you know, and maybe some lettuce in between. I wish this was smaller! (laughs) And somebody comes by with a knife, they slice it up, here you go! Like, wow! This is the greatest thing. Sucks that we can still get polio. Check out those sandwiches. <laughs> Even Jesus broke bread like some kind of moron, right? You would think, Son of God, taketh away the sins, doesn't tell us about the slicing of bread. What are you doing, Jesus? Superman's some bullshit too, isn't he? Oh, what, it's hard to be you? You're codependent with an entire species of inferior people who need you for your powers? Jesus. I'm codependent with the San Francisco comedy community, all right, I'm not even bulletproof when I'm out here saving you guys from not having open mics. Except this open mic, I didn't start this open mic. I don't know if you know this, but I did not start (laughs) this open mic, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, thank you, I need that. Got a headband, real athletic dude. Gotta keep the sweat out of the eyes, is that what? Is that, I don't believe you. The rest of your attire does not match the athleticism implied by the headband. It's the hair, it's the hair, okay. Okay, he's got a headband instead of a shower. All right, Kelly Evans. Kelly Evans always looks like he has just taken a shower, just gotten a haircut, just done like all of the life shit that people are supposed to do. What the? How much time does this guy have? Be so beautiful. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that, goodbye.
2: Give <laughs> up to Kaiser. I think it's the last comic. Um, he is hosting our uh, open mic every Saturday, and um, you wanna know? Sure? All right, so that's probably the end though. All right, that's the end of our our open mic. Thank you everyone.
0: Things I'd say. Oh, no, what's this spot? to do. Just
14: Medicine and call angels the and diction, conflicting angels and With the medicine, angels and goddamn. With the medicine.
15: My friends here at Mutiny Radio Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as. Mood. every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is it is. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Randy, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak sailing. So all you've got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedyclubhouse or...
9: Yeah. <laughs>
8: Welcome back, everyone, to MutinyRadio.fm. This is your host, Jen Eros, for Friends with Genefits. Again, on Saturdays, 2 to 4, you can catch us here. I have a special guest in studio today, and since I had walked in to that uh, La
0: Marseillaise being played, I thought, well, I'll follow up with a little French cafe music and get you guys.